Hey everybody, this is John Domine, and welcome to episode 49 of In the Spray Room, Sold Magazine's podcast where we showcase the best and brightest artists getting up on the streets today. We're bringing out the latter side of these creatives by interviewing them in a less structured environment. For our daily online content, please check us out at soldmagny.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at soldmag. Today's crew consists of myself, our editor, Erica Stella. Hello. And Brooklyn's own Big Ronnie. Hello, everybody. Before we introduce today's guest, Big Ronnie, tell us what's going on. Well, it's spring, John. We've been talking about spring for a little bit, but spring has finally sprung. It's warm. It was 60, 70 degrees this week. It's supposed to be 70 degrees and rainy tomorrow. I kind of can't wait. Now, you're Mr. Shorts all year round. Do you actually change your game up for spring at all? Yeah, I don't wear clothes during the spring. That's it. Just, yeah. just It's not just less jacket. Just it's just less everything. Yeah, I'm already hot, and it's... I'm not looking forward to summer. Let's put it that way. Now, is there anything that's actually stopping you from wearing less clothing when you're out and about? Marriage, modesty, it's got to be one of those things, no? Yeah. I mean, I don't have any <laughs> any reservations about anything, but I just, uh, you know, I just wear whatever's comfortable. So should the nickname ever evolve from shorts to Speedo? Ooh, now that'd be good. I do rock a mean Speedo, so. <laughs> All right, moving on. Looking at the sold calendar, which everyone should be doing, we have a couple of key events coming up that we'd like to highlight. The first is Moniker Art Fair in New York City. Last year they were in Brooklyn. We had a great time. We're looking forward to seeing them again and seeing the art and running the podcast and doing a little something with our second anniversary after party. Shh, shh, don't tell. Don't tell. There's no details yet. So that's May 1st through the 5th. And we're looking forward to that. Also, a month later, Saturday, June 8th, is the Welling Court Mural Festival run by our buddy Garrison. Go check that out. Put that on the calendar. That's always a good time. We're looking forward to be podcasting from there. John, where have you... What are you looking forward to this summer? I know uh, Bushwick Collective isn't announced yet. It's usually, what, the weekend before Welling Court? Yeah, it's usually... I think it's usually that first weekend of... June or last weekend of uh, May and uh, usually the week before Welling Court. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't think those dates have been disclosed yet, but, uh, but at, at those events are always both good ones to, uh, to go to. I actually really like Welling Court just for the way that they have things set up there, but Bushwick tends to have bigger walls and uh, I don't know, good showing of people. So I agree. It's a much bigger show, but you know which one I'm looking forward to, which is uh, one of my favorite ones for the year is Dodworth. I hope that happens again. Yeah. Have you heard that it's going to be? I, have, I haven't heard anything. Just, you know, just the way things go and haven't heard yet. So hopefully that gets on the calendar. Yeah, that'd but be good. I like that. That's just a, it's a little more neighborhoody. Mm-hmm. It's a little less um, uh, out of towner. It's a little more for the neighborhood type of thing. And, and it's I, contained I like just it. on that one street. So it's really nice. Too. I do like it. Um, that's where we met Bike Girl, isn't it, Erica? What? No, we met her. But Marcelo Ment was doing a piece on that block, wasn't it? I, it was around that area, yeah. That's where I saw yeah. OG Millie's first piece, actually, which may have actually been her first mural, I, I think, think. It was, yeah, the Alicia Keys. Yeah, which was great. Mm-hmm. Which was the one we fell in love with up at uh, Sean Sullivan's place, the OG Millie piece. Was it a basketball? The it big was, basketball? Uh, Spike Lee. Oh, yeah, 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 Mars. Oh, and speaking of which, there's a couple a couple different artists who are all submitting for GovBall 
for it to paint at GovBall. Right. And uh, let's just drop all their names so we know that we're not favoriting or uh, excluding anyone. It's Jenna Morello, Dirk Cobain. Yeah, make sure we get them all. Um, Albertus <laughs> is on there. Who else? Um, Mush, Butterfly Mush. Butterfly Mush, yes. Reggie Millie. Um, Bianca does NYC, Bianca Romero. Um, I don't know who else. There's, I mean, there's just such a big list of people, but I was just looking who the top ones are currently. With, uh, so you I, can vote once a day. Yep. I guess, it, I, although it may already be voted by the time this, uh, Oh yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, good. Congratulations. Yeah. To the hey, <laughs> good luck to the winner and uh, everybody else. We'll see you there, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> time for an ad read. Are you looking to buy and sell or rent a home in Manhattan, Brooklyn or Queens? If so, you need to contact Mike Schulte. Not only a huge supporter of the arts, especially graffiti and street art, but he's also a born and raised New Yorker with an unparalleled understanding of his hometown's real estate. Over a decade in the business, he's been able to forge an acute understanding of the ins and outs of the market. He currently runs a team of 10 amazing agents that can help rent an apartment in Sunset Park, purchase a building in Astoria, or sell your condo in Manhattan. His team is there for you from start to finish and beyond. Mike's team is made up of normal, everyday New Yorkers, not soulless salesmen in suits. John, find Mike Schulte on social at at Mike, S-C-H-U-L-T-E-N-Y-C. And thank you to him. We'll see you out at your next show, brother, and keep it up. So that leads us to our guest today, John. Now, I thought I met our guest at a show two years ago. She corrected me and said, no, we met earlier, and she was right. Now, we'll talk about it, but our guest today is in measure. That's correct. Hiya. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, I have liked you since I met you. We've been cool. We drew some stickers. I like what you're doing. I like what you're putting down. But not everybody gets it. Let's get them to get it. Okay. All right. Is that cool today? Yeah. Now, you are a professional working person with a job and a career mm-hmm. that you took into your creative side. Yes. Tell us about that, please. Um, so I came to New York City to be a sign engineer was my official term where I would walk around New York City with a tape measure and take measurements of buildings for signage to install. So while doing that, I'm like a visual person anyway and navigating my way around the city. I'm noticing like, cause I don't want to get lost and GPS is sometimes a bitch mm-hmm. so i'm like noticing stickers like everywhere so i'm like okay like who's little that? landmarks and who's who's that mm-hmm. whatever so that's kind of where the tape measure comes from and then it was kind of like a challenge uh i guess i originally started doing a, a pin for the pin show through sticker social club that was at con artist and i designed a pin so that came from out of my job, too, um, as I was doing, like, production and so forth. So I saw that as a challenge. And then it was just like, can I draw street style? Because I've been drawing all my life, but it wasn't ever for fun. It was just, like, assignments uh, through school and whatnot. I've had fun through that, but never really something for myself so 
if that answers the question. Well, it answers half the question <laughs> because I like the I, I I love where the tape measure comes from. I love that you carry one every day. But where's the tongue come from? Mm, well, that was just like me like trying to translate it into street style because the pen was just like uh, a tape measure. It's just a tape measure and. Um, my name before that wasn't a measure. It was ad hoc, actually. But it didn't really go over well. Um, and trying to, I don't know, disguise myself as a man, I guess. Because I wanted to do that as well. And why was that? A lot of the female art that I saw was just like so, like I guess, obviously female. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted to do as my job is more like a masculine trade, mm-hmm. I wanted to do something that disguised, I thought it would be fun, like a fun, like trick, like, mm-hmm. ha your favorite artist is actually like a woman. <laughs> but, um, where's I going with that? But, um, yeah, like that's, that's kind of like what I wanted to do. Now you're subvert sti- the system. Well, the the street style is intentionally subver- subversive. You're not putting your art to your company to sell them a legitimate advertisement. You want to put your stickers where you want to put your stickers and your pieces sure. where they go and where you think they belong. Mm-hmm. So it's it's directly subversive, isn't it? I mean, I think what we're talking about, like branding, right? I mean, that's kind of like where the street art style goes into. So I wanted to make a brand that was more like, uh, I made a joke like to my friend, uh, like I wanted to be the Georgia O'Keefe of tape measures, if that makes sense. (laughs) Like, you know how, like everyone says like her flowers look like vaginas Mm. and whatnot. Um, I was like, I'm gonna be the Georgia O'Keefe of tape measures. Since everyone, like, the tongue was kind of like, once they found out I was a woman, they wanted to turn into something sexual. And it wasn't like that. It was just like a challenge for myself. Like, how can I make him street? Like, just sticky and gooey and just (laughs) like he just is this thing that's like slithering around, I guess, like New York City. Dirty, grimy. Like, that's what I was going for. And does your tape measure have a name? Um, no. Besides no. tape measure, I don't know. <laughs> Tapey, I don't know. I don't really give him a name. Yeah. It is a him. Some people have asked that, but um, even though he changes sometimes, he's wearing like glitter eyeshadow or something like that. Like it's John, a guy. Yeah, like John, <laughs> like me today. Yeah, <laughs> he's Rocking a guy. Like you know, I'm a cis female heterosexual so yeah it's i draw a dude you know so i don't know <laughs> who's a tape measure who doesn't have a name no and who's just grimy and street and drippy no that's not saliva that's what he brought back ew it's, it's drool yeah, yeah all right well so you moved to new york and got involved with con artists do you feel like that collective of other artists inspired you to or was it all internal, like, this is what I want to do? I'm not being... Um, you know I, mean? I just um, try everything as, like, an experience, mm-hmm. whether it's good or bad. I mean, con artists is okay, you know? If you want to put your work out there, 
you pay at that time was a really low monthly fee. Mm -hmm. I know they had to adjust their prices. And, Mm -hmm. you know, since, like, I've gone my separate ways just because I'm not here as much. But um, so to pay that price wouldn't make sense for me. Was that kind of your first experience in New York when you moved here? Yeah, con artists, just because it's like an open door for every type of artwork if you want to put yourself out there. Like, yeah, and networking and meeting other artists and whatnot. And then I got to do a residency there. So that was just like another experience of just being there all the time. So, yeah, I put in work there and, you know, it's experience. Now, build your own collective. Mm. Let's just say Baltimore here, wherever you would want to set up. What is something you think that you would have benefited from as a new artist in a new city, support-wise? Reasonable. I don't like the clickiness that street art has. From from which side? From people who are uh, admiring the work, from the artists themselves, from just the whole thing in general? I think it's both, but it's more hurtful, like, with other artists, Especially like being a female artist for me anyway, I feel like I'm always on the outside looking in. Um, sort of like if street art was like a high school, I guess. Mm. Um, there's the different groups, the jocks. So the, you're not even talking about the rules, you're talking about the community itself. I don't mean care. Girls. Well, I mean like yeah, like mean girls. I don't care about the rules. I knew the rules. Right. That's going into it, even though I'm not, I don't really, even though I put my work out on the street, um, I don't think it's street art per se in that it's more, I guess, studio practice, i.e. fine art that I put out on the street. That's a very common feeling from artists that, you know, not everybody wants to be labeled anything. Mm -hmm. So I say call it what you want, but if you're putting it on the street, you're a street artist as well. Yeah, in the general sense. As well. Not you're this. You're this as well. Okay. That's all. Does that sound good, John? Yeah. I mean, I recently, I was just in uh, Milwaukee, and there was an artist that I met there that she had that same, I mean, the first thing, I I think she kind of took it as an affront when I said uh, that, you know, I love, I mean, you're a great street artist. I saw your two murals. Well, I'm not a street artist, you know, and I said, Okay, well, I, I know you're also a fine artist, but you made two murals on the street, and which are beautiful, and so you are also that too. And so I think you're right. I mean, it's you don't have to be pigeonholed into any one thing, but the work that I saw would fall under that category, right? So, okay. Yeah. See, the thing with being labeled is you can be labeled, but be labeled ten things, right? Be this and this and this and this, especially professionally, especially a working artist. If you can do this and this and this, you're... I want all the labels then. I want versatility, (laughs) and that's what I aim for in my art. So In Measure is also a street artist. Yeah. So, sorry, just uh, following on this line of thinking that you were saying that it's kind of clicky and that kind of thing. Uh, So, say, is it between the different types of art that people put out, like... Even within people who just do stickers or people who... Wheat paste or, or do graffiti think, or... Maybe it was just like my experience of like, I didn't like jump into it. I was like kind of putting my 
foot in the water. So I went to different shows and like met the artists and I don't know, maybe they thought like I was more of a fan or something like that. Mm. And I was treated like a fan as opposed to like, oh, you know, I'm an actual artist. And then, you know, people I showed it to was like, oh, that's so cute or whatever. And mm. just like, so oh, kind of condescending okay. in a way. Like okay. I'm, I'm being serious, like, you know, and I would tell them, oh, I think your work is cute or whatever, if it was a character or something like that. And they would get like really offended and mm. just like, okay, well, if mine's cute, why can't yours be cute too? Right. Like, mm. Why can't we all be cute? <laughs> why can't we all just get along? Mm. Yeah. Hmm. So a more open, inclusive community. Yeah. That's idealist. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm a, I'm an idealist. All right. I, I Fair know. enough. It's just, <laughs> not, it's just not likely. I mean, every group has got their their interesting people and their, their people that... You know what? Let me take it a different direction. We just watched... Eric and I just watched the documentary on Showtime about punk. Mm-hmm. And it's unbelievable. I recommend it. Whether you like punk, don't like punk, doesn't matter. This is a good documentary about music, and everybody should learn about music that was created in the past, and punk is important. And subculture. And it just, it, it, this is everything that, that street art is. Yeah. Uh, but they said something that was very, very poignant to me, and it said, you're either punk and you loved it, or you're not punk and you hated it. Mm. And it's very basic. It's very uh, sophomoric statement, but it's true. And that's street art. And there are people that are in it because they love it. And there are people that are in it because they hate it. And you don't know who those people are until you get to know them, unfortunately. That's true. I mean, it's very black and white. Like, I guess, like, I'm more, like, in the gray area. Like, why can't it be both? Like, I don't know. Well, ultimately, it was because it, it, it's the entire vandal side. It's the entire it comes from the graffiti side. It the comes from anarchy, the, the it comes from know. the social commentary side. It comes from the, the the downtrodden that need to get their voices heard, and that's True. that's societal. Every every society has had that uh, spray paint that cops suck on the wall and stuff like that. But then when it turned to art and it turned to a more a more uh, movement. Well, now everybody's got opinions about that movement. I'll give you 10 artists that are my friends that are just grumpy about the situation. They don't need to be. In my opinion, they're doing way better than the average person out there. They're just grumpy about it because things don't go down the way they want to. So I understand you wanting to be gray about it. (laughs) But no, you're getting up and doing your thing. So just, you know, just uh, stay, stay idealistic. But it's not like, I don't know. I feel like some people are in it to be seen or whatnot and... Um, me, it's just like about representation. I don't really see anyone that looks like me at the shows that I go to or the shows that I'm in, in the street art community. I think you're very dead on there. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a very, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm a black female. So like I do it cause so that I'm, I was here, I was here and I did that. I actually no. just recently was trying to come up with a list of um, right. of black female uh, street artists, and that I was actually tough. was really it was really hard to come up with a, a list. And yeah. and it I is. just think that there are some. Forgive that, me, know, I've never thought about it. Tell me, who do you, who who else is Lady out there? Malar. Lady, yeah. Oh. Um, and they were. <laughs> she's like, no, no, what? That's yeah. it. It, <laughs> it was just a. Yeah. It was a small list. There was another. There were a couple that I know from San Francisco, and I'm trying to. I can't even think of the names right now, but. 
but it's really just a short list. Yeah. And and I don't know why that is. Um, I don't know. Do you have any ideas why that would be? I, if it's well, just not an acceptance kind I of thing or what? It's an acceptance thing and people of color get discouraged if like they're not accepted. It's always like some thing that you know why why aren't I liked? <laughs> and unfortunately it just falls back to that with our society and what's going on, you know, Black Lives Matter and whatnot, that it unfortunately has to go to that. And I think that there's, I mean, there's a, a well-represented body of black male artists, mm-hmm. uh, you know, especially in street art. Um, and, and there's a lot of Asian female artists. I mean, we know tons, especially uh, Filipino uh, artists and uh, Korean artists that I know that um, I think they're well represented. I yeah, just, but I can also ra- I'm just I'm not trying, but I could rattle off a, a solid group of Latina. Totally. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know, for sure. female street artists as well. Yeah. So That's a good point. Underrepresented. Tis I. Have you felt any uh, either within yourself or from society pressure to change your tape measure to something more political or more commentary on society or I think it is political (laughs) it's just not outrightly so um I've done a couple pieces the the pride measure of equality that I've turned it into like something an outright political statement of like gender equality um you know using the pride flag and whatnot because if I'm accepting of you I feel like you should be accepting of me that's equality that's a measure so you know I, I, I actually really appreciate that you brought that up because yeah. I never really saw yeah. your work in that way I, I did I, I, I think I'm guilty of thinking oh this is a cute like I like this you know on the streets and I never really thought of it in a in, on a deeper level so it's actually kind of neat to hear that from your perspective so that one and, and that's why have, we do this yeah yeah, and then I have the, what is it, Strong Enough for Man but Made for Woman, which is just like a collection of power tools using like that secret slogan. Oh, right, right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like that's my political statement as well for gender equality. If that's my political statement, then that's really my overall political statement, gender equality. I Don't ask me why I saw this this week in the office, but the pink tax, the amount that a woman pays more than a man for the same exact items in the same exact stores mm-hmm. over the course of a year is over $1,300. Same stuff. Yeah. So why? Why, 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 why do, why do uh, companies think that women should pay more for things? I don't... It, wasn't it like, I don't know, maybe Stella knows too, like up until a certain point, what, like sanitary products were taxed oh, and whatnot. The, yeah. Now they're not. But, you know, I, I feel like they shouldn't be, they should be free. Like something that we should all have. I need it. Mm-hmm. I am telling you, I, uh, and th- I want this to come out the right way. I don't wake up and thank God I'm a man. Sometimes I thank God I'm not a woman. The things that women deal with on a daily basis that never even pop into our heads, John, it's staggering. And I try to be a little nicer and I try to not be a jerk on the train and stuff like that because everybody's fighting a fight, but whatever. But 
in a million years, I would never think about text sanitary products because it doesn't affect my life. And that's horrible that I I would just never am affected by something that is just annoying in your face like that to women. At work, you know, especially in like a a male dominated industry that I had to deal with, you know, Uh, when you come on a job site and you're referred to as honey or, Mm. (laughs) or miss or lady, I think I've been called lady. It's like, uh, I got okay. doll face not too long doll ago. Face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's definitely, I mean, I've noticed that in New York and East Coast much more than I ever noticed it on the West Coast. I, I didn't really, I don't think there was that kind of, uh, I don't know. It, I think it comes from a place of trying to, like, they think that they're being respectful or mm-hmm. saying, you know, sweetie or honey, or, but it's just really condescending and, yeah. you know. Making it separate, you wouldn't say that to a guy if he was your, he was coming up. Oh, hey, sweet, you know, because you just, well, you just wouldn't. But I don't know what I'm going with with that. But I had an employer who was like, I guess, trying to help me. You know, he would say like, "You apologize too much. Like, stop apologizing." Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, "I'm apologizing because like the measurement was off." But you know, but. He's like, stop it. Like, just stop. And I, then I would feel bad about that. Like, oh, I'm saying sorry too much. Like, can't say sorry. Gotta be tough. You know? Like, yeah, I know this. And then it comes off as, you know, when women are assertive or whatever, you're aggressive and, like, you're, you're a bitch, you know? Right. So it's like either or. You, you can't win is what I found sometimes who would you say um inspires you when maybe you got started who really inspired you and and who maybe inspires you today uh as far as other art any kind of art um well i guess i more identify with drawers i'm a drawer a draftsman i guess would be the term that i identify the most with I was looking at, like, Jim Dine and Visha Clemens, who does, like, these graphite drawings. Mm. As far as, like, today, I had to make a list because oh, wow. I can't remember, like, all of them. And I didn't Did you wanna... know we were going to ask you that question? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> 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 I mean, on the street, I mean, we could start, like, street art. I like Bunny M and BK Fox. So they're, like, my two... Um, as far as street artists, I like a, a chick. She's a black female, Kennedy Yanko, mm. who does like more like metal welding. Mm. I could see myself getting into um, Lena Iris Victor, Honey Kelly Durrett, who does like these like gross and anatomical drawings of like severed fingers and gangrene and just like any female that doesn't depict classic femininity. Um, and you do see that a lot, I think, with, uh, you know, mm-hmm. even with a lot of the New York City uh, street art, female street artists, you do see a lot of females portrayed and with the kind of, you know, looking beautiful, made up, uh, that kind of thing. And not that it's good or bad. It's just that it's prevalent. And I think that there I mean, it is nice to see when art, when female artists break away from that and do something that's non ultra feminized kind yeah. of representation. So. Mm-hmm representations like Rebecca Morgan who has like well they're kind of I guess self portraits like even if they're a man but she's just like 
redneck culture of like <laughs> buck teeth and mm. whatnot and Laura I, Callahan. I just thought of a, a black female street artist. Uh-oh. I'm glad I did. La Femme Sherry from Staten Island. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And she's awesome, and I love the thick chicks that she draws, and the hearts and the eyes and stuff like that. I like her style. But she's that is, cool. uh, I mean, I but that is uh, kind of the uh, going along what she was just saying that it is a fem. I mean, they're very feminine. Understood, yeah. but we, right. we, we couldn't black. think of yeah, black for girls. For sure. I mean, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, they're they're thick, thick. They're not just regular thick. They are. She does a good job about yeah. that. <laughs> not that uh, you know, I like male artists too, like Joanne Art. I really like his work, his uh, construction workers that are never oh, yes. working. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I love them, the little <laughs> miniature the little, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're never working. They're I know. It's like, get it's to work. So fun. They yeah. go on like little adventures. I always think of you when I see his work. I love his work. Because I remember that, the vest that you did. Yeah, for, yeah, mm. yeah, dear. For the Benson show, yeah. right? Yeah. And JR and Tristan Eaton. So you have a very wide range of interests in terms of styles and, um, you know, and even the medium with which what, what, that they use. So, yeah, it's good to be inspired by all of that. I, I like think. art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about somebody you'd love to collab with? That's that you haven't mentioned. I don't know about collab, if that would be the right term. They don't need me. I would just want stop to that BS. Oh, they don't need me. Stop that BS. I would just like it's not get need. In the way. It's like I like your stuff. I like your stuff. <laughs> I like your stuff, but that doesn't mean like I need to add to it. I don't look at it. Like no, that. no, no. I just no. want to like just watch you. All right, have, all right. Have, let me ask the question a different way. Who would you like to work <laughs> on opposite ends of a table with and chop it up with while you're working? So I could just watch them? No, no. Well, while you, <laughs> sure. sure. Yeah. All right. Let me ask it a different way. Whose studio do you want to sneak into? Bunny M. Okay. Or or BK Fox, I guess. Just watch I them. could see some of Bunny M's uh, figures with a... <laughs> With a tape measure with in hand, you know? Or t- with the t- no, I would love to <laughs> see glitter. and then measure exactly. big piece and then Bunny M embellish it mm-hmm. and bedazzle it and glitter it the way she does mm-hmm. with the bows and the gold. She doesn't need that would me, be... though. She's well, Bunny need M. Is the ro- no, Mama. The n- need, like, need is uh. the... Ro- no. <laughs> you know, you never know That's what, not art. what would make a good collab, Art is a need. Sometimes I'm so like uh, surprised by different artists that work together and you're like I would never even see those two artists work going together and then it creates something even much better like mm-hmm. what well, the one that was in Bushwick Collective that was uh was it Case McClaim no it wasn't Case it was Pixel Poncho and and Case McClaim was that what it was mm-hmm. the, where yeah, the BK hands. Fox's current wall is right or no the hands the hands yeah it was the, the case hands. yeah and I just liked I mean it was Two very uh, mm-hmm. different styles that just went well, went great together, and I would never have thought that they would be collabable. Mm. So, is that a word? That's a word. I just made it Do up. Do you yeah, have sure. someone in mind or something? I oh no, that's know. a that's a good question too. All right, who else would you work well with? Um, I'd love to see a a stencil of your stuff. Work with one of the one of the stencil people. Right? That'd yeah. Look, see, see. As far as like that, but I don't know. Because I kind of consider stencils to be how about a, cheap. How about a, how about a, and I know. Ooh. Like, ooh. How about a. Oh, how that, about a. That <laughs> comes from the leaf school of thought. A hand cut Lambros <laughs> stencil or a hundred layer beady white 
layered stencil on cutting. your stuff. Yeah, man. Just like, that that's a different different type of art. That time. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, then I, you can use it again. There's another uh, topic that you brought up. I think it was one of the pieces you submitted for the uh, Butcher Bar show. Meat. With the nom, meat. nom, nom, so nom. So where, yeah. where does that come from? Did you get a job at a butcher? No. <laughs> It wasn't always just meat. You did like cleavers and knives Sometimes and stuff, right? Right, right. Like right. these campaigns. That's what I call them. So like before the con artist residency, I went on a campaign and just putting up my tape measures like everywhere as much as I could because I was like, I want this residency. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So I was like applying for something else. I was just like, it's more fine art. I was just like street beef. Which I need to come back to. Ah. I kind of have like ADD sometimes about drawing. I want to do this. And then like another idea will come. And that meme, what is it? With the, the guy that's walking with the girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over his shoulder. Yeah. back at another one. It's like new idea and work I haven't finished yet. But then like the new idea takes over precedent. And I'm just like, Ugh. but that came out of street beef. And I was mm. just like. How much, like, I was like, I like drawing meat for some reason, <laughs> even though I'm not really a meat. I don't like steak. I know you, you're going. That's okay. I still like, like you. No, it's okay. I still like you. It's okay. <laughs> the hell? I like a cheesesteak every once in a while, but, like, cooking red meat is just, like, gross. I don't want to see it. She's from Crab City. She's I know. Yeah. I, that, and that's one of the things I love is how much of your... Uh, your your localness that you put into your work just you you just straight up put Old Bay seasoning cans on I the street. I know. I was just like, I don't think they're gonna get it. Do just, they just, know what Old Bay is? It doesn't matter. It's just you're, it's like you're, you're ad, straight advertisement for the. Meanwhile, for my the coworkers spice. are like laughing at me because I have Old Bay in my drawer. Like I can't go without it. So, have you ever had any uh, street beefs? Whether it's Ooh. like placement of your stickers over. <laughs> Someone's work that you or something or I mean, I think it was more because I was standing up for like my friend at the time who Ronnie met to that time. The thing, the thing. This is on my birthday. Mm. Yeah. Who I started into it with. The piece that she did at Sonic Jungle was so nuts. Yeah. Remember, she had the column and went in on it super hard. I don't remember That's it, but I heard she did. I remember. Is that what this is about, though? No, 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 no. no we're, talk- we're talking. talking about I just, I'm just, oh, just oh, tying oh, it all together. Cool. Yeah, yeah. But I think I loved street art more than she did. So, mm. is she not do- doing anything anymore? Or I don't know. Oh, okay. We having girl some fights, of her stickers. So. Oh yeah. Oh, you have street beefs with her. Not. Oh. It's not beef. It's okay, like. Yeah. Whatever, I yeah. mean, you know, I'm yeah. an open person. I don't want to say it's like a beef. Right. Egos. Mm. There are many egos Egos out there. and street art. Mm-hmm. I'm probably accused of having one, but <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, I think anybody that takes the risk to put their, their work up on the street has got some egos, got something to say, and when their stuff isn't heard or gone over the wrong way, they feel a way about it. I get it. I try to subvert. I mean, well, that's why I don't show myself, you know, partly because, you know, we're doing illegal stuff. I like the mystique of and the is it a girl, 
or is it a guy? I guess I don't know, but it's obvious now. But I could always go back to that. We can do a voice change on here for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Well, you might. All right, I have to ask this the right way. <clears throat> It's not just getting up. It's not just getting your work out there. It's not just putting your your work into it and, you know, your subliminal messages and the obey and stuff like that. What are you working towards? What I understand the brand, the imaging, the the intellectual property, the tape measure, I get it, but I feel like you're like diving board style. I like I feel like there's something that you're doing that you haven't put out there yet or haven't wanted to take the risk on yet you sound very measured (laughs) (laughs) nice one i keep things close to my chest just in case like things don't go the way i want i don't know uh i have plans obviously the plan is to get into a gallery and be on people's walls in their homes you did just have a show recently down in tribeca um so more of that is that what you're oh always like drawing for shows or whatever sometimes shows find me i'm just like drawing out my ideas and whatnot and i'd it had been like i've been on this sticker trip or whatever so i haven't really done that many paste ups in a while so i just decided being that it was the theme was new york state of mind to just come up with like Excuse me, like new work. Um, so one of them, which I really liked doing, was the um, manhole cover. Mm-hmm. I really liked doing that one. It came out like super nice, graphite and colored pencil. I might do some paste ups of that because it was just like so much fun. You got a good high res scan of it. I have it here. Mm. I don't know. Oh, if you want to take a picture. Manhole is just it. such a funny word, isn't it? I know, isn't it? That's why I was like, I want to call it that. It's like manhole. Right? <laughs> is it on I, wood? I, I made you How? silent? That's no, pretty it's good. canvas. It's on canvas. I found a circular That's canvas. Cool. And it was just like. Oh, that is very cool. Can I do colored pencil on We're canvas? We're looking at the picture of her manhole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, I like these stickers that you've. Uh, Made it, it's like the the orange construction signs, and it says "woman working," Thank and you. Uh, very cool. Because they always say "men working" they or do. "men at work." So you get it. Yeah, of course I get it. I only look stupid, John. Nah. True. Now, what? The, what was the last one you did? It was. It wasn't a stop sign. It was the. Um, uh, there was another sign you did that I loved. I don't think it made it to stickers. Are you talking about the inspection sticker? Yes, inspected by. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Tell us about those. Those were fun. It was like a conceptual sticker, I guess. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about street beefs? I don't know. <laughs> that could kind of be interpreted as that. Uh, since I came and I came, I saw, I conquered sort of thing. Like, I was here. I saw your work. I peeped it. I like it. I inspected it. I was here. <laughs> Slap a sticker on it. Mm. <laughs> Can be maybe perceived as like arrogant. I don't know. I think it's funny. 
I think it's funny. And the way that you, I mean, you're interacting with the piece. I think a lot of, so a lot of artists actually like when another artist puts something, you know, on or near theirs that, that doesn't conversation that doesn't, doesn't take away it. from the focus. Right. right. Yeah. That's, that's always where it was, where it's best. It. Yeah. yeah I'm not s- meant to be a sign of disrespect. I like it. I was here and I want you to know I liked it. So a lot of the stickers I've been seeing going up recently have been by that um, Ed Heck um, who does those the ducklings and there. But his placement is often like what you're talking about right now, where it's interacting with someone else's piece or it's and and they're kind of fun and amusing. And I I would like to think that the artist whose work is right next to it or part of it now would like that kind of it, it's like a forced uh, collaboration right okay but an uninten- a forced collab or an unintentional collab if you're not expecting it you may hate it true it's like the street googly guy i think that guy is hilarious That's he funny. just goes around yeah. and puts googly eyes on street art pieces and in my, every time i see it i laugh but if that was my work i'm not sure i would like that yeah so it's you know i guess it's uh you know based on the the people involved and not the people looking yeah. Well, if he did that to mine, I would appreciate it. Like one big ass googly eye over top my red eye. That'd be cool. Reach out. I see a collab happening. <laughs> googly guy. Yeah. Okay, so Bunny M, she wants to sneak in your studio and watch I'm you work. Watching. Yes, and uh, we got to work with Street I just Googly. Watch people do their art, I guess. Like All a weirdo. Right. Well, th- thank you very much for your time today. This was lovely getting so to know some me. of the motivations behind the work that we see on the street. Yeah, I learned a lot. Now, be- oh, because of this special spelling of your name, I'm going to ask you to speak slowly and enunciate all of the uh, the, the N's and the M's and <laughs> the N's to make sure our people get it. But tell us, tell, tell our listeners where they can find you online. Pronounced in measure. I-N as in Nancy. M as in Mary. M as in Mary. E Z Z U R E, like I'm sipping on some scissor. <laughs> and there you have it. We are sold out within measure. <laughs>